0: Welcome back, Questers, to another episode with Success Quest. I'm your host today, Caleb Vi, and I'm so excited to introduce to you the man, a business owner, entrepreneur, author, Bob McIntosh. Woo! So excited. What's up, everybody? Dude, this is going to be sick, man. Um, for those of you who don't know, I actually had a chance to talk with Bob a little bit over the phone um, a couple weeks ago, a week ago. I can't actually remember, but um, we had a really awesome conversation. Today's topic of choice um we want to talk about reframing the idea of personal grinding about working hard i feel like there's a stigma that we've all we all kind of have developed maybe society has something to do with that i don't know it's kind of funny how we, we throw that around a lot society it's like this dark figure on the ether right That's <laughs> affecting us all um but before we jump right into today's topic let's just go ahead i want bob to introduce yourself um to the quester community let us know a little bit about who you are and your background is
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, guys, thank you for, for listening to this episode. I'm sure if you're on, uh, Caleb has talked a lot of smack about all you got. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> He knows me no. way too well. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we had a great conversation prior to this, just kind of about what the community is. And, and I'm excited to be here to be able to provide value for you guys, hopefully help you guys move the needle in your business, because that's really what this is all about, right? If you're, you're on, on the quest for something better in your life, you can't do that unless you do that. So uh, unless you move that needle. Yes. Um, yes. So a little bit about myself. I actually, um, I came from a, you know, uh, from my mom and that, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> hey,
0: we could we go from the
1: very kind of This, this would, be, this would be a six hour episode. Settle.
0: <laughs> conception of Bob. Uh.
1: Um, no, so I, I, come, I come from an entrepreneurial family. My, my dad actually started his business with his dad. And so I've always had that, but uh, I actually ended up getting a full-time job. And then I realized that I'm, I'm kind of unemployable. Um, during my internship in college, my my manager, my boss, told me asks too many questions. That was in my report to my colleagues. No I was like, way. I was like, yeah, but that's what you're supposed to do, isn't it? Like, yeah. You know, he said, like, no, 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 like, and that, you know, it was like a Fortune 500 big company. They just want they want people to come in, do what they want to do. But anyways, I was like, no, that right. wasn't me. And that's so I, I started my journey in the real estate space actually by buying a, a rental property and then eventually getting into flipping houses, which I've been doing for the last decade. And then as part of that, I um, I come from a tech background. I, I did a lot of tech stuff. And so I was like, how do we use the internet? How do we use this? And so I started using the internet to drive leads. And then um, that actually got me, um, more or less got me on, on a stage accidentally, which is a, a fun story. If you ever catch me, I'll maybe have a beer. I'll tell you the, the fun story about that. <laughs> but, um, I was like, I'm like the introverted Dungeons and Dragons kind of kid. Or at least I was at the time. But no being, way, dude. But I can't then, even see that. I know, but but now you get on a stage and all of a sudden I was like, I was terrified and it, it changed wow. my perspective and helped me, helped me grow from there. And because of that, I started diving more into personal branding and, and understanding, hey, like there's something to be said about being a person out there. And of course, as time has gone on, that's become more and more prevalent and relevant both. Uh, and it's really cool because when you... Take action on yourself and you let yourself become the brand, which is what I've been working on for the last several years. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if your business falls apart and you have to rebuild into something different or you shift or you pivot or you whatever. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that you are the brand and people are there for you and I'm not going to lie. It strokes the heck out of my ego. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not, again, I don't roll around being like I'm the best in the world. To right. <laughs> but but nonetheless, it feels good to know that people want to follow you, that they care about you, that they're there with you, with you along their journey and your ups and your downs. And that's a really cool thing that's been uh, that I sort of a side benefit I never would have realized when I started this journey. But yeah, so it's been Oh, what are we, 2020? So it's been 12 years of entrepreneurial journey so far and wow, a couple of those dude. still with my full-time job until I felt the felt the urge to finally leave and felt safe doing it. Um, that was a definitely a leap for sure. So having yeah. fun. Always, Does anyone really feel safe things. about those things? You know? <laughs> no, I don't. You know, I like if you do, then then one of two, I think if you feel safe about leaving your full-time job, one of two things is true. Either number one, you've waited way too long. because like, Way too long. Oh yeah. Way, like way, way, way too long. Or number two, um, you already hated your job, anyways, and <laughs> you know, like it just you should you should have left it a long time ago. You know, anyways, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think that's true. Like, the hard part for me is my job. I actually really liked it. I, I enjoyed it. Like, it was a lot of fun. It was cool. Um, wasn't going to get me where I wanted to be ultimately, but right. that's that also makes it harder. It's like, oh man, like it's not like it's not. I never wanted to like work going, Oh God, I got to go to work today. Yeah, so, exactly.
0: Exactly. No, I totally get that feeling, man. I feel like that's, that's the entrepreneur blood, right? That's the core of what an entrepreneur is. And I love the, the the phrase unemployable. <laughs> I'm <am, laughs> unemployable, man, because I can't, you can't just be in that structured, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know, I know a lot of people will relate to that too. Um, I, I actually, while you were talking about that, you said, let you yourself become the brand. I thought that was really cool. What, how do you, how do you let that happen because I feel like a lot of people I don't know it feels separate when you have a business you know how do you let that become who you are and like still stay true to yourself I feel like people get lost in that all the time
1: Yeah so uh, to do that I want to actually share a cool story which is um I was already doing this to start with but the the story made me more aware of this so um You've probably heard. Um, if you haven't, you will at some point. If you're in this community of entrepreneurs long enough, that the average millionaire has seven streams of income. The average billionaire has, I believe, it's eighteen or sixteen or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, a, a I've lot more, heard right? That. Wow. And I had uh, a rare opportunity to actually meet a guy who's personally worth about seven or eight billion dollars. Um, and he's, I, I have wow. his, and I have his cell phone number, and could call him if I need to. I, I haven't had, to be honest, I haven't had the the balls to call him yet because I, I just don't know what I'm going to ask ask <laughs> yeah. a dude worth seven or eight billion dollars like I know if I'm going to call him I want like that call it might be like yo what's up it's like yo yeah. like, what's up
0: <laughs> it's gonna be like yeah it's gotta be yeah with purpose you know like make sure you know exactly what you're gonna say
1: yeah exactly right and so you know uh, and, and something that he he said to me he, as we were conversing is that I met him through a mastermind that I was in and um, I'm talking to him um, after he did his little you know I'm on, like one of the breaks whatever and I was like, wait, so you're doing like this and this and this and this. I was like, how do you keep all this stuff straight? How do like, like, you know, and he's just like, yeah, he's like, listen, no one's, no one's buying into like, so just to like put things in perspective, right? Like he's trying to make disease optional. That's one of his businesses. That's the core. Like that's the message. We want to make disease optional. Think about the audacity to say something like that, to go after that and make it happen. Right. He's like, no one's buying into, um, the company itself they're buying into two things they're buying into the vision of the company and they're buying into me because they've seen me do things like this maybe not this exact thing but they've seen me take um, these, these big leaps and they want to know how to do it. And I, and, and, at that exact moment, it finally hit me. I was like, listen, you know, I was so afraid for a while to leave the world of what I was doing. So I was in this real estate world, right. And um, I've been on stage for about 3000 hours, taught over 10,000 people. And during that time, the majority of those are real estate investors. And I was so scared to let people see into my world that, Hey, listen, I'm doing this digital marketing thing. And I wrote this book around mindset and I, and I did these other things that aren't they're business, but they're not real estate. I was so worried that they wouldn't relate to that. And he said, Listen, wow. um, there's going to be some that won't, and that's okay but there's going to be a lot that go man that's really cool because especially especially if your audience is other entrepreneurs especially even if it's not it's okay but people are are genuinely attracted to other people and when you start becoming the brand so it's you and not just your business anymore what's re- something really unique happens and that is it allows you and enables you to Take your audience and translate it to other parts of things so that you can have those seven streams of income um, or at least start to build those other streams of income because people will come along with you. So like I have all these different things that I do now, you know, I do speaking, I have a book, I do podcasts, I do digital marketing, I have real estate, I have all these streams of income. But here's the thing, everyone who follows me knows that I do all these things. And because I am now the brand and the business is a sub piece of me versus the other way around, which is how most of us start. We start our business, we become part of the business. Exactly. When you, when you transcend that to get to multiple streams of income, you become the business and the business becomes a sub piece of you. And when that happens, um, what's a couple cool things happen. Number one, it opens the doors to a whole lot of other potential opportunities. And what I mean by that, for example, is. Um, uh, so I started an education business, uh, in the real estate space, um, for a little while. Um, and I've let it go now, but, uh, when I did, I was like, man, I could really use some startup capital to help this get going. And because I had become the brand, I simply just put out a Facebook post saying, Hey, anyone interested in lending me money for a business idea that I have? And someone actually reached out to me and said, yeah, like I follow you, I trust you, I think you got a lot of great ideas. That's crazy, man! I would totally be into it. And it was twenty five thousand dollars. It wasn't a huge amount of money. I, I mean, for some people that might seem like a lot for this. It was, <laughs> you know, and, and it depends on where you are in your journey, right? Exactly. Like, yes. Exactly. In in this space of real estate, when we're borrowing millions of dollars, you know, at any given time, like I, I might have a you know a couple million dollars outstanding. Twenty five thousand seems small in comparison to <laughs> yes. that. But for someone to just to just trust me because they were following me for something that was totally unproven, untested, and it, frankly, a risk for them. Now, you know, obviously my goal is not to lose their money, you know, but there's, there's inherent risk in making an investment like that. Yes. Um, what was really cool is that would never have happened if the business was the business and I was a sub piece of the business. That could only happen because I was the business and I'm doing all these things that are not sub pieces of me because yes. I've become the brand. Yes. You, you, you've
0: essentially like closed this gap between people and yourself and you build trust quicker. You know, it's, it's, it's almost, that, and that's exactly how that, that deal happens. If you would have just had this business and Bob McIntosh would have been in the background, how much longer would that process have been, you know, and how many people would you have talked to? And they'd be like, well, I know the business, but I don't know you, you exactly. know, so self-branding that's, that's powerful, man. I've never really considered that. and I actually see that a lot more nowadays, I see a lot more people understanding that concept and they're starting to brand themselves
1: more and more. Yeah. And I think that's powerful. And um, it's cool because the other thing too, that's awesome about it is, is you can do anything, right? Like I have yeah, a bunch yeah. of businesses that are not directly related to real estate at all, but I still do them. And people, people go, and here's a cool thing. And this is something I think is really important. Actually, people get worried that like, well, what if people get confused because I'm doing all these things? No, they're, they're not going to get confused. The people who care are going to tune into the things I like and they're exactly. going to tune out of the things they don't they'll self select what they care about to know from you and so you don't have to worry about that they'll do it for you but the people who really like you your raving fans they want to know everything even if they have no interest in doing it with you they have no interest in participating being a customer whatever they're just like man that's cool you're doing that yep yeah and don't
0: i think people underestimate how how much people care, you know, about certain things. Like we see, I have friends who could tell you everything about the Kardashians, you know, <laughs> and like all, all these different celebrities that they just love. And they know every little detail of their lives. It's when you create a fan, a true fan, like they're going to follow you to the end, man. They're going to find out all the little details that don't matter necessarily to everybody else, but they're going to, so yeah, that's important. Yeah. Totally. I, I love that dude. Um, finding all that. out. I, okay. I, I love the idea of, of, um, branding yourself i want to come back to now this topic of personal grinding right because I- i'm sure you get asked this a lot too because i mean you- you've been doing this for a-, a while now you've been speaking and stuff um people are like man you must have worked pretty hard to get here right like you just had to grind out every day it- w- was that how it was for you
1: Um, it totally is for a period of time. And here's something that I think is important for people to fully understand and fully relate with, which is there's a period in time that grinding is totally fine and it's going to be necessary. Um, but don't ever let that dissuade you from taking care of yourself, um, like full transparency, there was probably about two years where I had my full-time job, which consumed probably about 50 to to maybe 60 hours a week of actual work time. Um, On top of that, there was 10 to 12 hours a week of travel time, usually, uh, for that job. And then I'm building the business on top of that, right? So you're just, (laughs) your time, you know, and there was like two years where I didn't do a lot. I didn't hang out with a lot of people. I only went out on special occasions, like, you know, 4th of July, a birthday, and that was it, you know? Um, and and there's all of those and hundred percent. The reason I'm here now is because of that time. But with that said, um, what scares me about today and so many entrepreneurs today and the message that's being sent out there is that you need to just don't sleep, work forever, whatever. And yeah, I, I I get it. There's going to be days, there's going to be times, there might even be a week where that's the case where you're in something big and you need to do that you need to push yourself out there and and, and grind some more but don't ever let self-care take advantage of so like for example I have a friend he was sleeping like three hours a day for like a month and I was like "You, you that's not sustainable and I was like and look I know something about myself is true if I get less than five hours of sleep, I don't care what's happening. My day, my time will 100% be less productive. How much productive depends on how many times, you know, how long I've gone, but it'll be less productive. Why? Because I, I just, I'm not taking care of myself. And so- you know grinding is fine pushing yourself is fine but don't don't neglect yourself either cuz yeah. it's just going to it's just going to end in a bad place for you and what's what's the point of having a great business that makes a lot of money if you have no health to enjoy it
0: exactly yeah i i think the idea of reframing grinding as we see because you're right like i see that everywhere like if you if you want to become truly successful if you want to get you know that million dollar mark by the end of the year you have to two hours of sleep you know you have to just grind and grind and just work your butt off and i feel like in the end is that truly beneficial and how many people actually after doing that make it to that point you know they've burnt themselves out and isn't that counterproductive to what they're trying to accomplish in the end you it know totally it like, is I, I i can't i can't stand that uh it, 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 you're just trying to find that balance of taking care of yourself and grinding and i think that's what people get confused about it's like am i grinding if i'm not working you know 14 hours a day <laughs> how can you help people <laughs> understand that they're grinding and still can work and have a life, you know?
1: Yeah. So I think for everyone that there's, there's going to be a different methodology for you to figure out what makes sense for you. Here's, here's important thing, right? Um, it was funny. I, I actually literally two days ago, three days ago, um, a, a comic, I found a comic strip for someone. And it's like, it's like you're working too much. Go enjoy life. And it shows a guy, and he's sitting down playing video games. You're you're wasting time. Go back to work. And it's like, <laughs> uh, like, he can't figure. Like when he's you know when he's not working, he feels yeah, like he should be. I love when he that. is, he feels like he needs to take care of it. And so, the, the, the and inherently, this is caused by I think what a lot of people are teaching out there. Like you like you look at Gary Vee, for example. He's a yes. perfect example. Exactly. He talks about grinding all the time. And again, I'm not gonna say that there's not times you need to do that. Put in the work, 100. But Take time for yourself. You know, especially if you have family, kids. Especially for that, um, if you don't, great, awesome, even better. You you have more time to work than somebody else might. But still, take that time. For me, um, I find that watching uh, a TV show or a movie or something where I can just not have to to really focus on actively do something right i can passively enjoy something that for me is how i unwind and so some people might go bob you watch a lot of movies for someone who's an entrepreneur and i'm like yeah because that's how my brain disconnects for a while yep. so that when i get back up to work i can hammer it because i'm not distracted about doing anything else and i want you to all all of you guys listening right now all of you questers listening right now think about this for a second when you take care of your own self whatever that needs to look like All you need to do is schedule out that time for yourself. And I don't necessarily mean figure out what that is, but say, hey, for three hours a week, four hours a week, whatever it is, I try to do about an hour a day um, just because for me, that's what it takes for my brain to truly disconnect. An hour a day for me is how much time I need at a minimum for me to unwind. And I am 100% okay from a business standpoint, allowing that hour to happen because I know that when I do my other eight, 10, 14, that I put into the business will be that much more productive because I gave myself permission to, to relax for a second. I love that.
0: You have to realize that if you take that hour and I love that you do an hour, like it's just like, meditation or whatever it is that you you find that helps you reading a book or listening to music and sitting down and just breathing for a little bit you know that will make you more productive like oh, that's science right like that's like absolutely there are lit- legitimate studies out there that help people understand like hey this is real like you take time for yourself you are going to produce better um and it's not to say though because i'm imagining people who start off businesses like i i've started a couple of businesses on my own. And I know at the beginning, you've got to grind, like your business needs food. You know, you have to give it sustenance in order for it to survive. So when you talk like, yeah, there are periods where it's necessary. Like when your business needs you, you need to respond. But there are times like, I feel like, especially like in Gary Vee's situation, right? I I love Gary Vee. There's some things I really appreciate, but other things I don't, right? But the one thing that I feel like that's pushed so much is that you have to look for more work instead of working for the needs of the business. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't have to find 12, 14 hours a day to grind when your business only needs 8, you know? 100%. You have to find that balance and then just be present in the moment, you know? When you set aside 8 hours of work to work the 8 hours, work your butt off, but then give yourself that 1 hour to chill. Don't let that bleed into each other, you know? Cuz then cuz then what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing anything for yourself.
1: <laughs> 100%. 100%. And and look, too, you know, if you're for each of you guys, for each of you listening to this, it might not be an hour. It might not be watching a movie. It might be any, it could be running, exercise, gym, yoga. It could be um, spending time with family and friends. It could be yep. having a beer and relaxing on your on your, your balcony. Yep. I don't know what it is. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. Having a beer important. in
0: your underwear on the balcony.
1: <laughs> You're just yeah. soaking in
0: the sun. <laughs> Whatever that may be. I love yeah. that, man. And so how did you actually develop your this sense of like man I need time for myself and develop like okay an hour is perfect for me because maybe some people don't know how like they would even go about that
1: trial and error uh there you go. and yeah. uh, tra- trial and error and and by, by the way part of the reason that I share this that this is so important is that um those two years that I was grinding my face off um and I wasn't really <laughs> making time for things uh I, w- I was married and wow. one not not the only reason that I am now divorced but this is one of one of many reasons in there is that, wow. Hey, there was two years of time that I had a human being in my life that didn't get any attention. Um, or, you know, I me mean, not thinking any attention, but didn't get the attention that they needed because of this. Right. And so I share from the experience of, I hope, hope any of you listening right now don't have to go through that, but, um, just try it, see what works and realize that it's okay. It might take you a month to figure out what that, that is. It might take you a month to figure out what that needs to look like for you, how you, you know, and, and test with different things and see what, what is it that, you know, does for you. I used to play video games a lot, right? I almost never play anymore. And mostly because most video games require you to sit and think about something and do it, right? <laughs> yes. and, and I don't, like, I, I want to stop thinking for a second. I want to be able to disconnect and just relax and not, you know, passively absorb Entertainment, and so that's what I I realized for me was the connecting part. And it's trial and error, really. Yeah,
0: I I, I like how you 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 brought up the fact that there are consequences to not realizing this sooner than just like personal hurt or like mental disconnect. You know, you're affecting people who are around you as well, family members or friends. You may be burning bridges that you don't want to burn because you're taking too much time to focus on one thing and not giving enough attention to other things. Um, it, it's, there really is like, it's this balance in life. And I, I almost feel like, does anyone ever get truly balanced in this? You know, I, I feel like
1: businesses. So yeah, thank you for answering. No. because it's so, <laughs> do you ever find true balance? So, so here, here's the thing. Um, I think the idea of true balance is, uh, a unicorn, a leprechaun, a thing that we chase
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that doesn't like
1: ex- that doesn't exist. So look, here's the deal, right? I know I work a lot. I'm I'm well aware that most people and I have I have one friend in particular who's like, "Man, like you're always working." But but look, for me, I also, you know, if I work a 10-hour day or a 12-hour day or a 14-hour day, more than likely, it didn't feel like that long to me. It's not, see, we, we have we have this mindset. I think this idea of work-life balance comes from the fact that most of us hate our work if we're in a regular job. And so we have to find balance for the hate. But if you love what you're doing, it's not a balancing act so much as just saying, here's how I've allocated my time and I'm happy with that. And if you find that you're not happy with your allocation, simply change it. It's not about finding balance. It's about finding the allocation because- yep. Most of us, if if you're starting a business right now, or or you're on that journey, or or you're already in a business and you hate what you do every day, I would seriously stop for a second and be (laughs) like, "Is this really what you want to do? Because you're trading a 40-hour job that you can hate for a 100-hour job that you can hate. That doesn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna go one way or the other. You know, you don't want it to suck. You know, right? Exactly. (laughs) Don't just do business because people are telling you to. You know, 100%. I feel like that happens a lot too. I, I I get on Facebook and I tell people this all the time. I get on Facebook, Instagram, and I see these programs telling me that I need to get into real estate really bad. A thousand dollar program. You need to get into it. Um, no matter what you're doing, your, you, your nine to five job sucks. You need to do real estate or you need to do drop shipping or you need to sell on Amazon or you need to do eBay. I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, how do you know I need to do this? You know, like I feel like people on their personal journeys need to realize just, they need to step back, not let people dictate what they're supposed to be doing in life. But like, Find out for themselves what their passion is, and then find things that are going to help them accomplish that passion. Right. Anyways, um,
1: no, but I get you. I get you. Although I will say, I think everyone needs to be in real estate in the sense that yeah. you need to, with whatever, whatever, whatever you're doing to generate or print cash in your business, yes. take that cash and go buy some real estate. It's it's it is with, with whatever we're experiencing in the economy that might come, and that could be a whole other conversation for a yeah. different time. And, um, having cash producing assets is critical.
0: Yes, and actually. Uh, Another thing and the reason I hate seeing programs like that is because usually they just give basic information that you can find on YouTube. I'm like, that's not even worth it, man. And half these guys aren't actually making tons of money on the real estate. They're just making money on programs, right? So it's like all these little scams. But it's interesting when you bring up real estate, maybe we should talk about this another time. I love the idea of real estate because it's one thing that everyone has to deal with at one point in their lives, right? They're going to buy a house and maybe they should just be thinking about how they can make that an actual asset in their lives. You know, are they mm-hmm. thinking about flipping maybe or renting or, or renovating? Like there's so many things you can do that you can, you can make that into a money making tool in your life. You don't just have to buy a house and then expect it to just deplete money for the rest of your life. You know, but anyways, um, but yeah, real estate and you can invest in so many small ways. Anyways, sorry. I, <laughs> I love that too. Cause
1: I really, I already have 25 rental units and that's my, that's, that's my quote retirement account. Um, yep. I don't really, I don't take anything from it at this point in time. For the most part, but uh, I know that hey down the road. But that's what so when I say everyone should be in real estate, that's you, I mean. At the very least, have something there because it will it will always appreciate and yep. it's never going away. I love that. Especially in this economy, man. Woof. All right. Um, dude,
0: so talk to me a little bit about why how did you develop this entrepreneur mindset when you were growing? Did you just find that you were like nine years old? You're like, Dad, I just this is it, man. I'm never gonna have a job, bro. I just want entrepreneur like business <laughs> i'm unemployable since nine <laughs>
1: <laughs> no you know i i there's it's funny right you hear these stories you, you, you listen to these people like oh yeah you know i was seven years old i bought this thing and whatever and i went and sold it and i made money and i'm like that was that was not me right like i, I didn't wow. do that um i think i think the mindset was always there um because my dad was an entrepreneur and so you know watching him i most I, almost all of my non-adult life that I did work I worked at his shop right so I I was never out there like there was never like for some people where it's like hey go make money over here I didn't do that because I worked for the family which was in essence like like entrepreneurship but not quite Um, and then like I said I had that I had that internship and that was when I started to realize maybe this is not the right path but I wasn't wasn't sure where I should go. And my mom, despite, you know, I love her uh, very much, but she was always like, no, like go get a job, you know, get a good degree, get a job, like whatever. Cause that's, that's how she grew up. And so I kind of went that route and I, and I did like, I, I graduated a great school. I got a great job making about $60,000 a year right out of college, which was right. Um, actually right here in the city I'm in right now, which happens to be Chicago was, was where my, my first job was. And I was like, this is awesome. Right. Um, and, and I enjoyed what I did, which is, uh, maybe a rarity for a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. I got to travel and all this other great stuff. Right. Um, but what happened was over that time, you know, I started looking at it and going, okay, you know, I I legit am on a path right now to become a partner of this firm if I want to, and I'll, you know, make several hundred thousand dollars a year and I'll be a millionaire by the time I'm, you know, 40, 45 easily could have gone that path. But there was always like in the back of my mind, this nagging ability that like, Hey, it was something else. And, when I, when, when I knew for sure I needed to leave and have more control was I was sitting uh, in a basement of a client that we were working at this job um, and it was like musty kind of smelling in, in like, the middle of middle of nowhere um like ohio or west virginia or something like that maybe on the border of the two um and i'm sitting there and one of the partners is in the room with me and he's watching his son's championship little league game on like a skype call Uh, wow and it also happens to be his son's birthday and he's here in this basement while his son's back home only like maybe like an hour hour and a half flight away and i'm like why what you're a partner of this firm and you don't have the ability, the time and freedom and what you need to do to go home and celebrate your son's birthday on no. a day he's playing his little team is playing in the championship game. Uh, and I'm like, and it just, it was like, wow. snap just wow. like this. I was like, no, no, no. I like, there is no amount of money that could ever make that worth worth it. And it was from that point forward that I was like, nope, I need I need full control of my time and my location. And ever since then, that has been 100% my goal. And I, I know for a fact that I have lost probably realistically millions of dollars by um, by seeking time and location. Freedom. Literally, there's, there's opportunities that would have probably made me seven figures that I've passed on because they would have required me to be someplace reporting to someone, going to an office or whatever it might be. And I was like... There is no amount of money that will ever be worth it for me. And that's like that moment in my head was when I knew, nope, this is, this is where I need to go. No matter what, no matter what the struggle is, no matter what the ups and downs are, if I don't have the ability to do this, I will be miserable in anything I do, no matter how much, how good the job is or how well it pays. Wow. Wow.
0: And, and ever since you've made the decision how have you been happiness wise like <laughs> do you feel like it's great was, you don't there, regret there it two
1: two two years of craziness that was like <laughs> my new career where it was like i made a decision i was like okay i gotta get myself out of here but um you know it's been like i said it's been about 12 years now um and i'm looking back going man like 10 of those 12 years i've for the most part, had time and location freedom, and you know, and I don't mean like I never have to be anywhere, right? There's times that I need to be places, but it's not like every day, every week, five days a exactly. week. 40, you know, what I mean like it's you know, and most of the time when I am having to be somewhere, it's somewhere that I want to be because it's like, oh, hey, you have to be here to speak. Cool, I love speaking. Awesome, don't you know? <laughs> right? And so it, it's that, and and. Yeah. You know, and and there's, there's, without a doubt, it has created a number of struggles for me. There's been financial struggles, there's been emotional struggles, there's been relationship struggles. There's been a lot of things, right? Like if you're a person who can constantly just pick up and go anywhere you want to, trying to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend that can't do that, that's, that's a struggle. Like those are things that, you know, you don't think about when you're doing this, but, um, I I look back at what's happened in the last 12 years and I don't think I would change anything. As as much There's been some bad things. There's been some great things too. That's that's the best. I think that's what I was getting at right there
0: because the struggles make it, man. That's what makes you who you are. You know, those pains, that suffering. You get to, to get to this point where you are right now where you're telling people, young people who are trying to get into business, like, hey, you know, like, don't do it. <laughs> well, don't do business. <laughs> do business, but don't do what I did. You know, you can learn from my experiences and my pains and my shortcomings. And you are going to suffer. Everyone's going to suffer in business. I feel like that's just like inevitable. It has to happen. You have to feel like the um, the intensity of what it means to be an entrepreneur. Um, but I appreciate you and your experiences because it's already. I, I'm already learning so much from you. I hope the question community. I hope you guys are paying attention because um, Bob is filled with knowledge, filled with it. And and when we're talking on the phone, we talk for a lot longer than I usually talk with people. I think um, because I was just. I'm so into his passion. He's very down to earth. Um, you guys can tell already. He's very authentic. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But So what what kind of advice, because we're talking about that, right? We're talking about young entrepreneurs a little bit. That's what I brought it into at least. Um, what is some advice that you would give to people wanting to become an entrepreneur?
1: The biggest two things I think that everyone needs needs is number one, no matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how much you want to don't have entrepreneur ADD. And what I mean by that is, <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna do this. Oh, i want to do this. Oh, i want to do this. Oh, i want to do this. Um, I I've let it affect me twice. Now there's been two points in the last 12 years where I'm like, that's an amazing opportunity and I want to be a part of it. And I know I can bring value to that, to that, uh, business platform community, whatever it is. Right. And then all of a sudden I find myself realizing, Holy crap, I've taken on so much now that I can't, no no one's getting, nothing's moving forward because no one's got my full attention. Everyone's got got a small piece of me and that small piece doesn't ever help anyone move forward. And it's happened to me twice. Um, So I I know it will happen to you. It'll, it'll be there. So I I don't, I don't know that I have some sage advice on how to avoid it seeing as I've fallen in that trap twice (laughs) now, but, but just be very, very aware. And you'll realize it because that'll be the point where I'm going back to grinding that you'll be like, Oh my God, why am I working so much right now? And you, you know, look, and you're gonna realize this is why, right? I got, I got this entrepreneur ADD. So focus in on one thing, um, and, and give it, give it some time, give it three to five years to be real. Um, unless you like, unless you really feel like, before that point, you know, this is, this is not it. Or if you're miserable or something like that, different story, but, but just focus on one business and it's going to be hard. Cause there's going to be, as you dive into this world, that people are going to recognize what you have, your talent, your hustle, your drive, and they're going to want you as part of their team on their business or whatever. Don't fall for it. Focus on what you, what you're doing. Um, it, it will create it. Now I'm not saying that, that, you know, ignore everything else at the detriment of that, but, <laughs> you know, at the same time, just be aware of opportunities that come that will come your way, and just be cautious of taking saying yes to anything. I think true entrepreneurs are great at saying no and being okay with it, um, knowing that had they said yes, it would have may not have worked because they don 't have your full attention that 's number one. The second piece of advice that I can give anyone is every single person without a doubt um, every single person and business that I see out there that is truly successful. Has, has mastered either themselves or has someone on their team that has mastered sales and marketing. You are not starting a business, you are starting a sales and marketing team. Um, and you are happen, happen to be selling and marketing whatever it is your business is. And this is something that people get wrong. I remember the first my first business, real estate stuff, um, it's like, all right, you're going to go watch this eight-week marketing course. I'm like, I don't give a crap about marketing. I just want to <laughs> flip a house. Like, that's what I said. That's, that's my, that was yep. my mindset. I was like, I don't care about this. I just want to do this. What I didn't realize, and it took me years to truly understand this, was that, and 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 it's, I don't think anyone ever really told me this, the sales and marketing is where it's at. And so as I, I realized that as I focused, um, so my, in, the, in our real estate business, my dad's really good at talking to contractors and understanding what they're talking about in the houses and, and all of it. I, I I know enough to be dangerous, but I mean, you guys, you guys listening to this can't see it, but my hands are soft, they're, they're, they're very soft. They're not callous <laughs> like contractors. So I just don't, I don't know these things. Right. And I so I realized, you know what, like I, I, and I, and again, time and location freedom were massive for me. I said, well, if I'm doing real estate and I have to talk to a contractor, I have to be physically someplace. I can't go because I have to be where the house is. And so I said, well, that's not going to work for me. So I guess, I guess, I guess I'll get good at marketing. I mean, what else can I do? Right. And then I slowly started realizing that as I learned more about marketing and sales, and as I got better at those two topics, the, uh, the business, um, the business. Sorry, someone just call me. And like in <laughs> you're fine. We can take crazy. that out. Dude, you're good. <laughs> um, as as I got better at sales and marketing, I realized that my business grew faster. Um, and and it was the craziest thing because it, it, it like I don't know why. For me, it was such a hard thing to accept. It was like, oh, every time I do better marketing, I get better results. Maybe I should just do better marketing more often. Yep. Um, and, and it Starting sounds to crazy. to one and one together. <laughs> right? Like, it sounds crazy because this, this is not a hard concept. It's not an unknown thing. Like, we all know that, right? But for many of us, we're not sales and marketers and we don't want to be. So if that's not you, and you're like, man, I really hate that. Then you need to find somebody, whether it be a partner, a team member, an employee, a c- contractor, or whatever. You need to find someone that's good at that for you because if you can't sell and market what you're offering in your business, it doesn't matter how good it is you're going to fail. And, and I, and I hate to be negative like that, but it's, it's true. And I, and again, I look at every single business, every single, I've, without a doubt, have, I've never run across a business that is successful, that doesn't have great sales and marketing, either as a partner at a, at the high level of the business or a team in place that is, uh, that is crushing it from that perspective.
0: Wow. That's awesome. I feel like I, I love that too, because a lot of the people that I admire in life, I've heard similar things. It, it, it truly does boil down. If you're going to start a business, it boils down to sales and marketing, everything, everything, no matter the product, no matter the service, um, no matter what you think. And you may think, oh, well, because I'm not good at sales and stuff. I, I don't have to worry about it. You, if you really want to grow your business, like truly grow your business and not just stay like in those little, um, those little shops you see when you're driving down the state street or something, you know, um, mm-hmm. that yep. like kind of die off every now and then. And then they're replaced with someone new. If you want to truly grow, that's where you have to boil down. That's the core of it. Yeah. Um, so S- I, I totally sales, sales and
1: marketing adds commas to your business. Yep. And what I mean by I that is think about your bank account has commas. The more commas it has, the better you're doing. So, hey. the
0: more, the more <laughs> I like it, man. Focus on the commas, right? You want commas in your bank account. That'd be great. <laughs> we all want that. Man. Oh, that's awesome. Dude. Bob, thank you so much for this time. Um, I know the questions. I've been enjoying this. I have been enjoying this so much. I love talking with you. You're so you're such a unique individual, and, and, and I love the fire. It's it's crazy. Like not only I mean you, you obviously have red hair and red beard, right? But I mean like the legit fire that's inside you, not the-
1: <laughs> inside and outside. It's everywhere.
0: Inside and outside, man. It it shows so much. And um, questions. I want you to invite you guys to check out bob let him be a part of your life If you're looking for people who are going to inspire you and motivate you on a daily basis Um, you want to surround yourself with those type of people even on social media check out bob Uh, bob What's your um, instagram facebook website? What, What can we do to follow you and be a part of your life more?
1: Yeah, you can find me pretty much everywhere at the bob mcintosh and it's T-H-E-B-O-B and Macintosh is M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. Uh, there's no A in my last name, which is a common mistake. But yeah, Macintosh.com. Instagram is Macintosh, Facebook, Macintosh. It's the same pretty much everywhere because um, again, it comes back to that personal branding. I am the brand and so have yeah. the same name across everything. So just, just feel free to find me, reach out to me, um, check me out, send me a message. I'd love to know if you guys are listening right now and you hear this, please send me a message and just let me know if you love this or even if you hated it, if you're like, man, this episode sucked. You suck. Wow. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, I want to know that. <laughs> yes, right? Cause, Cause legit. No, and this is, is not I think people get wrong a lot of time. I'm like, if, if you are listening to you, like, man, this episode sucked and I don't like you. Perfect. Tell me why. Cause yep. I want to know, like that's, I, I'm going to grow more from knowing why I suck than why I'm great. <laughs> love that, man. I love that. Yeah. Questers, you heard it from him you heard it from me please
0: check him out don't forget also that we do episodes like this we come out with a new episode every thursday um and i think it's important to listen to people like bob because they have so many different perspectives they have different life stories trials and pains you're going to learn from every single one of them um so if you want to continue your quest make us a part of your life subscribe and rate us on uh, whatever podcast uh media you use um but thank you so much again and have a successful day